Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampi. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Welcome back, everybody. We are here to recap episodes two and three of Bachelor in Paradise. Christy, can we just skip episode two? It was essentially just... (laughs) constant complaining do we really have to go over that we'll go over it quickly how about that uh, okay fine i mean i thought both of these episodes were better than last week last week was a lot more of an intro this week it finally feels like we're getting into all the love triangles and drama mm-hmm. i mean it really was an intro as as you pointed out they didn't even have their typical uh, song and dance intro the the uh what is it almost paradise is it from it's it's probably like some theme song from some tv show in the 70s or 80s or something like that uh but yeah almost almost paradise whatever yeah i guess if i'd thought about it i would have remembered they have to like actually get everyone down there first and then have that but i guess yeah i guess they wanted to get all the main people but did they swap people out as the season goes so i don't i don't know why it it would have been a huge issue but we of course start episode two with more freaking out about crabs well i'd freak out too those (laughs) things don't look fun to come across (laughs) You're you're telling me that you would you'd be right there with them, just screaming, standing on a chair, and running around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I guess uh, there's some new information for all of you about Christy. <laughs> hmm. So we start with Victoria arriving, which was the cliffhanger from last week. Mm-hmm. She has a date card. She eventually settles on Justin. Yeah, I mean, she, uh, her purpose, at least from the beginning, is to show up and steal Justin right away from Genevieve. Probably the most insecure person on this show. Genevieve is like freaking out. The whole time. Also, (laughs) as I was watching this, I was like, she reminds me of Ashley I. Like, in looks and, like, the crying, the freaking out. We haven't had an Ashley I type character in a while. Well, we'll get, we'll, we'll get back to that. Because that is who shows up later, right? Yes. Yes, they did show some, some footage. Uh, Well, where, where do you want to go from here? Well, Justin and Victoria go on the date after a lot more freaking out from Genevieve. (laughs) I just don't really understand. Like, you know what Parrot... All these contestants know the ins and outs of Paradise, but yet they seem shocked when someone new comes in and goes on a date. Like, that's part of it. (gasps) Shock face? Oh, that, that is... Yes. It's also just... There's a lot of a lot of emotional hyperbole. Like, here's a great quote for you from Genevieve. I'm as interested in Justin in one day as I was with Clayton in one month. (laughs) Well, she probably spent more time with Justin in the past day than she did with Clayton, to be fair. Yeah, but still. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, the the, uh, production can't can't, uh, let us go through this season without getting more digs at Clayton there so no oh man it's also just like this is day two but yet we're we're already at such a high emotional state I know there everybody is freaking out just everyone is on emotional edge it's like guys come on you you've been on vacation for one day (laughs) You're you're stu- you haven't even unpacked your suitcase yet. That's how little time it's been. We uh, di- we didn't see much from Justin and Victoria's date other than them like riding the four wheeler and then jumping in the water. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty sparse. Cut in with f- footage, if I remember correctly, of course, of Genevieve freaking out. 
Yes. <laughs> there was also a point later that day where she asked Andrew to talk to Justin to get the scoop for her. <laughs> uh, what? Just talk to him directly. She also, she also swore that she would leave Paradise I know. if they formed a connection. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> yeah, she is spiraling badly. Oh man, so so much, so much spiraling. I was, uh, I was cracking up when Casey took his walk on the beach with with michael a talking about how kira was just too much for him like yeah <laughs> she's just like she wouldn't stop rubbing my nipples and it was just like i mean i don't want to kink shame or anything but that's just weird it's too much for me she called her he called her a mad woman <laughs> i mean she's very forward oh yeah she she continues that into episode three uh, we'll we'll get to that eventually. <laughs> I also liked the little silly moment they showed with Jacob working out with Sierra and I think one other person. Because he's like, yeah, I could have like more chiseled abs and bigger legs and shoulders. <laughs> he's just so awkward to me. He's so awkward. It's like he's not a real person. He's just... He's, he's playing a character, I feel like. I, absolutely. It's just not a character that I like. It's like sort of entertaining. It's it's just pretty pretty ridiculous. Uh so I want to get your opinion on the Michael and Sierra relationship. Cuz I have thoughts, but I want to hear mm. your thoughts. It's a bit of an odd pairing to me only because the age difference is so big. So only because the age difference i <laughs> i don't know there's they just feel like they're at different points in their lives yeah, but, uh -huh. but yet they're like trying to make this a thing i don't know if it's just there's nobody else either one of them is interested in so they're just like well we can just hang for now yeah, I mean, Michael A. is what, like 38 or 39? He's approaching 40. I think 40. 38, yeah. Sierra is like 24, something like that. Michael A., was she his high school sweetheart? I want to say she was his high school sweetheart. At least, at least his wife of several years, mother of his child, who then passed away, like... There's just so much there, and, like, watching Sierra be so freaking, like, thirsty for him, just, it weirded me out. And I do, I, I, I'm sure a lot of it does have to do with the age difference, but it's just, like, they're so polar opposite in life experience and position and everything, and age difference and then you cut to her being like, mm, he's a zaddy. <laughs> oh. Mm, yeah, I kind of cringe oh, when she does that. <laughs> oh, I just want to mm, eat him up. He's such a zaddy. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> Creeps me out. Creeps me out, mm. man. Oh. But then, like, Michael says stuff like she understands that old type of love. Right, like, I think he called her an old soul at one point. Yeah. I don't really get that vibe from her. Uh, yeah, she seems like a young soul. <laughs> yes. To me. You know, and it just... I, I'm sure it's tough because I, I, I can't... I just can't even imagine being in Michael's position for just to begin with, like how difficult that must have been and how difficult it must still be i mean he's talking about he just he really wants to like get back to building again to like stability and i'm sure it's great to have somebody express interest in him like that i just have a hard time believing that this is the way to go for him in the future 
Yeah, we will see if they stick together or not. Mm-hmm. What did I, you think of his comment about her soft ass lips? <laughs> and then her going, I know. Wait, are we allowed to say ass <laughs> on this show? She said it. <laughs> I, I like to maintain a certain sense of decorum on this show. This is supposed to be family friendly. It's as family friendly as the show is. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, it is true that whenever whenever I upload our episodes to YouTube, I deselect the box that says this is for children well it's definitely (laughs) not (laughs) uh i thought it was weird to answer your question i thought it was funny Mm. he said that out loud yeah i just don't don't see her being how he gets back to building and stability like i don't know she seems like a nice person yeah as far as i can tell she seems to be relatively stable from what we've seen so far at least compared to a bunch of other people uh so not not a bad not a bad individual just i just i don't see it just a mismatch probably yeah and i mean look that's kind of that's kind of the story of paradise for a lot of people for a lot of the process Right, is because you're just trying to like attach yourself to someone to get to the next to, round to, to, to get to the next round, and you to, just have and somebody, to survive. Yeah, somebody you're actually compatible with. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot more people coming. So, oh yeah, what another twenty or something, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Ah, uh, would you have freaked out about the dragonfly in the pool as well? Yes, <laughs> I would not have attempted or pretended to drink it like jacob did yeah they they trapped it in like a wine glass and then jacob drank a little bit of pool water with it i honestly i just i thought it was a turd at first because it was a really big dragonfly and so i was like did somebody poop in the pool (laughs) well that would be a scandal i mean with with all the alcohol that goes on and everything like it, it wouldn't surprise me if there was the odd turd in the pool but I guess they probably. This is this is Bachelor Nation, so uh, this is ABC. So if it had actually been a turd, there would have been a giant black box around it, <laughs> <laughs> like the horse situation. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So then we have a little bit of drama with Haley and Shanae and Logan, because he's hanging out with both of them. Mm-hmm. Shanae claims she's not a villain anymore. Yeah, Shanae 2.0 is not a villain. Again, I mean, according I guess to Shanae, so far that's true. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see as the pressure mounts what what Shanae version comes out. <laughs> but yes, for now she is not causing problems. I mean, as we talked about last time, like Genevieve was freaking out when she saw mm-hmm. <laughs> Shanae come down the stairs but that that those fears have not been realized at this point uh yeah I, I'm just I'm not a huge fan of Haley. I just it's like are you really adding a whole lot to the show I don't know hmm. we didn't Meh. see we saw nothing of her on I guess Clayton season right because she got eliminated the first night yeah which is i don't tough. know she i just felt like she seemed a little out of place on the show like in terms of her personality or i i don't know what it is like she almost she almost seemed like an outsider to the like the main group of people like never quite fit in i mean i guess and that's i think the the problem lace has had so far is like when you don't have anybody who knows you that's true yeah it i think it's more difficult uh and this does i'm not going to spoil anything because we'll talk about it later but you did have that effect later on after the rose ceremony um when you had some 
or maybe even been before the rose ceremony when you had somebody leave and then somebody else was like oh my goodness like and crying and stuff because it's like i have no friends left nobody who really knows me so i i i get that struggle which is why when i see people like that or when i see lace doing her lace stuff it's like mm, you're not gonna last long because you don't have you don't have the romantic connections but you don't have like the friendship connections either and so people like that seem like they kind of withdraw and put themselves on this island by themselves and that's of course the complete opposite of what you need to do to make it anywhere in in paradise yeah mm-hmm Hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. When when Logan came back from his conversation with Shanae and Haley tried to sit on that lounger thing with him and have a conversation and he was just like completely ignoring her. He was like totally zoned out. Oh, like I don't know if he was just drunk or sleepy something because i mean a lot of these nights they just stay up all night right so i mean it's possible he was just sleep deprived as well but also probably drank a ton as they do uh yeah it's just a very awkward conversation they like she brought up snails it it didn't go well (laughs) (laughs) yeah because talking about her like being in her shell yeah he, I guess he brought up that he wasn't sure that snails actually go in their shells. It's just, you know, <laughs> riveting date conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was, I, I was watching that. I was like, well, she does not have a future with Logan. <laughs> no, not at all. Especially when Jacob finds a date card with Sinead's name on it. And, of course, she picks Logan. Well, yeah, obviously. So... What are you, what are you going to do? I mean these are two people who uh deserve each other. Though <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, remind me. Was Shanae wasn't on the last season of the Bachelor of Bachelor in Paradise, right? No. She wasn't eliminated yet. Okay. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of some other villains. So yeah, and I I I don't mean that meanly. When I say they deserve each other, I'm saying that from I I see the two of them, Shanae and Logan, being two people who have the potential to play the Bachelor in Paradise game well, based on their Bachelor seasons. Oh, you mean just like write it out, basically? Uh, I mean, right, but like being people who maybe thrive in more of a chaotic environment like that. Well, Sinead certainly does. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, maybe Logan doesn't so much, but he was the source of a lot of chaos. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, he, he <laughs> made his mark on that in, season. In Gabby and Rachel's season, and he seemed to embrace it to a certain degree. So that's why, that's, that's why I, I make that observation. Hmm. At this point, we learned Sierra is missing a pinky finger. Mm-hmm. which how did that never come up before on <laughs> was it clayton season like i mean it's i guess it's just it's easy to miss a missing pinky uh i know i personally don't spend a lot of time staring at people trying to determine and count how many fingers they have i guess she was crushed by a playground as a child or something like that yeah which apparently missing a pinky makes her incredible to hold hands with which is a very i was confused by that i'm not sure why that would be i guess it just makes your hands fit together better with having holding you know four main fingers and (laughs) and, or i i guess seven instead of eight it just fits together better apparently i was seeing on social media I, i don't even remember who it was from from this season but saying like yeah it's it's true sierra is the best to hold hands with <laughs> yeah some somebody from the season said that yeah. so if if any of our listeners or friends want to amputate one of their pinkies so that we can 
hold your hand and see if this is actually true, uh, just shoot us an email, okay? <laughs> uh, disclaimer that you should definitely not do that for legal reasons. No. Don't do it. Keep all your pinkies if you can. Mm. What did you uh, What did you think about the actual Logan and Sinead date? That's what I, I want to know. I mean, typical Paradise date. They go dancing. He says there's no one else he'd rather be with, mm-hmm. which I wasn't sure if I believed that, but... Do, do you, <laughs> like, Logan, see so much strength in Sinead? Uh... I don't think strength is the word. Okay, well, I would use what's the word? Um, <laughs> I don't know, like conniving whoa, or <laughs> whoa. whoa. I mean, just based on Clayton's season, mostly. I wonder if Logan watched Clayton's season. I think I think he mentions <clears throat> at some point that he did. Okay, it's just interesting to me that all the guys seem to be cool with her after supposedly having watched her behavior. Which was pretty bad. I haven't forgotten her making fun of Elizabeth for having ADHD. Oh, I actually, I had totally (laughs) forgotten about that. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there are so many of these people and most of them do terrible things. It's hard to keep track, okay? I know, but that one was particularly egregious to me. I mean, the, the, the... the bullying is not cool. But again, she's Sinead 2.0, okay? Sinead 2.0 is not a villain and doesn't bully people for the ADHD, okay? Well, I'm going to hold her to that then. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was a, a, a decent paradise date. I did think it was funny how at the end when they made out, they had to like both like lean forward and crouch awkwardly over the table because it was like too wide for them. <laughs> yeah, they were also uh, in a a restaurant at the resort that had a bunch of other random people. Yeah. Hmm. A bunch of extras. Hmm. Uh, I guess it was, it was probably just uh, random people who couldn't afford the resort where gabby and rachel stayed (laughs) (laughs) and so abc was probably like hey i see you have dinner reservations here uh we'll just uh give you a spa visit if you don't complain as we're filming (laughs) uh so here's something i don't want to talk about but we have to talk about it because we're recapping the episode. All the Sally stuff? Yes, the Sally this stuff. This was extremely weird and bizarre. I've never seen anything quite like this. Like, we've seen reenactments on the show before, but this was just so strange. So, first of all, refresh our memories about Sally, because nobody remembers Sally. She was the one who showed up to Clayton's room before the actual first, I guess, entrance, like all the limo entrances. Yeah, no, she didn't even appear on the show, technically. Because, no. <laughs> like, she had this fiancé that broke, some, that, like, they broke up, and the first night of the Clayton season was, like, going to be the day they were supposed to get married, but then she couldn't handle it, showed up to Clayton's room and eliminated herself. Oh, what, what a, that is so insane. You're like, you don't even do your limo entrance. You leave before that. (laughs) I don't, I don't get it. Just a totally bizarre set of circumstances. I mean, oh, okay. So please continue on. So they find this suitcase with her name on it and start rifling through it back Which, in the girl's room that is i hated that i'm sure I, I, sorry Go i was ahead. just gonna say i think they must have been told to do that because why else would you do that right i did i did uh think that it was completely a producer setup to make sure that they could uh, go ahead and and make this a big thing but my blood was boiling <laughs> I would have smacked the crap out of all of them. You don't just open 
somebody's suitcase like that. And not only just open it, you're just like pulling random stuff out. Like, ooh. Yeah, the, it was so over the top that it must have just been all fake and set up. I mean, the waffle iron and the vibrator that that had to have been planted. I mean, but the whole thing I, was dumb. I hope it was a whole sham because otherwise, I hate all of those women. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just none of it made sense. And then they like go downstairs to the bar and ask Wells like. Is she here? What's going on? And then, and then we launch into like story time with Wells. Yeah, I didn't like this. <laughs> really? Just the whole like fake reenactment thing, all the fake wigs. I wasn't even sure if the actual story was true or not, or if that was all exaggerated as well. It. I mean, it could have been. <clears throat> It could have been exaggerated, but what what was the actual story here? I guess, um, Shanae, or not Shanae, Sally was supposed to be on the season, but there's still, like, drama with her ex, and so, like, the producer hides in the trunk of her car while she goes to his house, and then... I don't even remember, like, all the details. It was well, weird. Well, I think first the producer showed up to her house to bring her to the airport. And she wouldn't come out because she was having diarrhea or something like that. And then that segued into the producer getting in the trunk for some reason because she wanted to go see her ex because they kept breaking up and getting back together with each other. It just, the whole story seemed so outlandish. It didn't seem like it could be true, but maybe it is. I'm sorry, but I would not want to have anything to do with that woman. No, not not based on that story, at least. And then I guess they're at the airport, her bag goes through, but she doesn't. Yeah, because she went back to her ex again. I don't know. It's just... The whole thing was a waste of time for me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Ugh. And once she gets eliminated from Paradise, she'll probably go right back to her ex again. Yep. Ugh. Wouldn't want to be part of that. <laughs> also, allegedly, Kira stole the sex toy. Like, What? Why would, went to the boom boom room with it. Why would you do that? It fits her whole sex themed vibe, I, I suppose. I hope I hope that's not true because that's real gross if if it is true. Well see, I don't even think the vibrator is Sally's. I think it's just planted in there. The whole thing was a whole bit. Still, you don't you don't just t- take something of undetermined origin and stick it inside of you (laughs) it's really weird i mean who knows what happened once the door closed Uh, that could have been fake as well uh probably well we should get back to genevieve complaining about Justin, (laughs) (laughs) which continues it's also just very uh you know it's her birthday and so life is hard yes she is she is not happy justin learned that and his expression was funny he's like oh crap (laughs) yeah so he eventually chats with genevieve he's like what a day (laughs) and he launches into a whole speech about how uncomfortable this is it's been tough for him Genevieve basically wants an answer from Justin. Is she is he with her or is he with Victoria? But it's too soon for Justin to determine that and Genevieve is not pleased. So you you have a certain amount of grace for Justin here? Um Yes, because this is paradise. If this were real life, no, but this is what paradise is. It's full of love triangles, like on purpose. Yeah. People go out with somebody, leaving the other person they were talking to behind to worry all day. It's just part of it. Uh-huh. 
So away. for Genevieve yeah. to expect a definitive, I will be sticking with you the rest of the time, is it's a bit soon. Yeah, just a just a, a little bit, perhaps. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, someone else who doesn't want to commit <laughs> to a relationship is Romeo. Uh, oh boy, he really screwed the pooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, he. This didn't go well for him. Right, because he's been he's been having a grand old time with Jill up until this point. Yeah, but then, like, he talks with Brittany. He's like, yeah, I'm not 100% with Jill. After he specifically told Kira last episode to let him pursue Jill. But now I guess mm-hmm. he's changed his mind again. Right, because we had the, the, the previous love triangle, which was Romeo, Jill, and Kira. And Jill won won that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I guess... Romeo has not made peace with that because they're like, well, Jill's nice and all, but I still want to continue pursuing. So now he's interested in Brittany. Mm-hmm. Which Brittany, I guess, is friends with Jill. I guess because Romeo leans in for a kiss and she does the best dodge <laughs> ever. <laughs> just like swerves around. <laughs> and just hugs him I know. Uh, this ITM. If he gave me a rose, I would rather get hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany says he is not her type of guy. Oh. So then Romeo goes back to Jill. Jill knows about this. Right, because she like saw it happen. Of Just course. So dumb on Romeo's part. Oh my goodness. And then Romeo tries to explain, but Jill's not having it. He like follows her all the way to her room like kicking him away the whole time finally he leaves and then just starts crying in the ocean <clears throat> mm, my goodness yeah yeah explore other options because this door is firmly shut <laughs> so that was pretty much the end until uh, wait you can't you uh you can't uh ignore wells in his bad decision button monologue <laughs> talking about you know a lot of people out, out, you, you know when you're in paradise you have a good decision button and a bad decision button and i don't know if romeo knows about the good decision button <laughs> doesn't seem like it i was also very much amused by the fact that after this went down Romeo is just chatting up literally anybody he can find to be like, hey, so you want to you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> and oh, yeah, that was later on. Everyone's turning him down. Oh, man. Even go- even going back to Kira. Yeah. Hmm. Well, do you have anything? Anything else for episode two? Yeah, well, once Jesse arrives, like, he greets the whole cast and pretends like he doesn't know what's going on with Romeo, which I'm sure he's been briefed by the producers. Yes. So, I guess at this point, Romeo talks to Jill again, and Jill says he doesn't deserve to talk to her. I'm kind of a great person. (laughs) (laughs) How could you not think that would hurt me? This is when she said the door is firmly shut. No more chances left. So it seems Jill is completely done with Romeo. Uh, yeah, it is over. Smell you later, Romeo. <laughs> so, yep, that was, I think, the end of episode two. Just ends with Romeo crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, look, if I was... If I was Jill or any of these women, I would 100% just take his rose, make him, you know, make him feel good, take his rose, and just dump his butt as soon as new men come in the next day. Well, spoiler alert, that's exactly what Jill did. Yes, but I wrote it down before it happened, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Let me have my moment, all right? Yeah, let's let's talk about episode three then, because we 
transition to the cocktail party. Yes, we resume with Jacob all of a sudden being a hot commodity because his rose is not spoken for yet. Everybody is. Everybody is. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this now, but like hoeing around for Jacob. <laughs> well, they are all making out with him. Haley. Oh, absolutely. I would one. I would totally do that. Lace and Kira. Kira went the did the most. She blindfolds him. Uh, and puts on leaves like Jacob had when he came down to the beach. Mm-hmm. So she is, I guess, Jane. Yeah, Jane. It's supposed to be Jane to his Tarzan, and essentially promises sex if he gives her the rose (laughs) jacob's got makeup on his teeth i noticed as she's making out with him so she really went for uh, it look i'm not sitting here judging because ultimately this is a game of survival and you have to do what what it takes or what you think it takes to survive here because even if you don't have a connection right this moment there are new people coming in and they could be your one and only and so you got to survive yep and there's there's a rose up for grabs here you gotta work for it yep yep you do so we we take a moment from our regularly regularly scheduled drama and crying to bring you a montage of happy couples Look who's doing so well. Wow. It's probably not, probably not that many of them. No. I mean, look, it's it's early days. It's early days. Don't don't uh be too pessimistic over there. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we have uh we have Teddy and Andrew. Uh that's the only one I remember. Probably Serene and Brandon. Yeah, too. Serene and Brandon. Uh, a couple more. Not really a whole lot more. Um, I guess Michael and Sierra. Um, yeah, there you go. That's pretty much it. Now back to the crying. Well, next is a Justin and Genevieve chat. I guess he decided to get a cake since well, it's her uh, birthday. Well, don't don't. Uh, skip over the fact that first justin asks victoria if he if she would accept his rose if he gave it to her and she's like yeah (laughs) oh i think yeah i think that's coming yeah Mm -hmm. that happened before the birthday cake oh i thought it was after nope it was not oh you're right never mind yes for once my notes are superior (laughs) (laughs) I got I got it mixed up with Johnny. Yes. Uh, is he worth mentioning or no? Justin? No, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering he gave her his rose later. Uh, he is... He's such an F-boy. Johnny? Yes. All he cares about is getting some. What gives you that impression? Everything. I will be I taking no further questions. I don't feel like we saw him with a bunch of people this episode. I look, it's just uh, anyway. Justin decides to show Genevieve that he still cares about her by bringing out a birthday cake in celebration of her birthday. Now that it is like two thirty a.m. on her birthday, it seems like he he is still waffling in the middle. He doesn't want it to be all in or all out, and then this launches them into an argument, basically the same argument they had before. Yeah, he thinks he's done enough. She doesn't think so. And do do you think he's done enough? I mean, the thing is, he has the power, so he doesn't have to do anymore. Right, he doesn't have to. He but can just kind of I play still, his cards. I still want want your opinion here, because I feel like Justin thinks he's a good person, but I want your assessment. I mean, it's not the nicest thing to keep two people wondering um, if they're going to get your rose or not. 
yeah, I guess at least from my perspective, I do think he like he's trying to do things in a considerate and, and good way. Like he is trying to communicate what's going on with him and stuff. So I have kind of been giving him a pass up until this point. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically what you were referring to with Johnny, I'm assuming, is that Victoria sees that things with Justin are not so certain. So I need some fresh target here. She's smart. She's like, let me make sure I have a backup plan. Yep. So she makes out with Johnny. And so here's here's part of where my previous comments about him were coming from. And this is just one one brief moment in time, but he has this thing with Victoria and like back and forth seducing and whatnot. And then later he's talking with someone and he's just like, yeah, because he's been with Hunter to mm-hmm. this point. And so he's talking with someone and he's like, I mean, yeah, they're both beautiful girls. Oh, I guess I missed that comment. <laughs> Just like, I, I, like, it's it's technically true, but also like, seems a bit reductive and like, oh, I can, I'm only, I'm only choosing. Be, like, I'm kind of, it's kind of a toss up because they're they're both smoking hot. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Well, once again, they have the power, so... Mm-hmm. They do. Which, so, speaking of power, let's talk about the rose ceremony. Oh, one thing, though, before that, okay. Hunter saw them. Oh, I, of course. I don't understand why these guys make out with somebody in view of the person they were already, like, hanging with. I mean, I'm sure the producers influenced that to a degree, but also I think that people are morons. True. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, time for the rose ceremony. Uh-huh. Which Jesse comes in rubbing his hands like some sort of <laughs> supervillain. So it's time for some to cut some people. Yeah, we got to get rid of three women, okay? Exciting. Nothing, nothing gives Jesse more pleasure. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, a lot of this was pretty straightforward. Yep. First half, anyways. Andrew to Teddy, Brandon Serene, Michael to Sierra, Logan to Shanae, Casey to Brittany. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things start happening. So Jacob gives us to Lace, which I was surprised by. Did you think the boom boom room was going to work? Yeah, I thought he was going to give it to Kira. Yeah, well, uh, maybe, uh, maybe your boy... Tarzan there is a little smarter than we give him credit for. Perhaps. Just uh, Justin to yeah. Genevieve. Mm-hmm. I guess that one kind of made sense. Even though they were still beefing, but Yeah, they were they were still beefing, but I I just always felt like that was they just had a stronger connection. <laughs> Johnny gives his to Victoria. Mm-hmm. So I guess her her plan yeah. worked. Of course, yeah. And then Romeo to Jill <laughs> with Which, a massive <laughs> apology attached to it as well. <laughs> Which she accepts uh, just saying essentially what I said earlier of I'm taking this F off. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So Kira, Hunter, and Haley are going home. I was sad Hunter went. Yeah, Hunter seemed nice. Ultimately, he was not to be. She put her eggs in a stupid basket. (laughs) (laughs) Like a last minute betrayal. Like if I was if I was on this show, I would not trust Johnny further than I could throw him. Which I'm very weak, so I would not trust him very much uh impossible impossible to trust him 
And does this make me a bad person that I found it funny that Haley still hasn't gotten a single rose despite being on two Bachelor Nation shows? Oh, that is sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's sad. It is sad, but it's also it's funny. But it's <laughs> it's very sad. Sad, yeah. I need to take a moment and reflect on the person I am. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I I do feel I do feel bad for her because I I think she did kind of get screwed over there. I mean, you kind of you hear about these people freaking out when certain people come down, but really, like when your competition is Shanae you're screwed yeah that's true because shanae will do anything she will do what it takes to destroy you and your loved ones if you get in her way so there you have it we move on to another day or probably just later probably later in that day they're like get a couple hours of sleep and then generate more content so aaron and james enter with a massive amount of testosterone. Yeah. Lots of pumping themselves up, broing that, that and that is so ridiculous. They're so over the top. It's even worse than last time, I feel like. Yes, I, I would agree with you. It does feel a lot worse. So they have a double date card. Mm-hmm. And I they feel sh- like they don't do anything but work out. It's all they do. And pump each other up. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> So Aaron chats with Genevieve and then Shanae. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm sure this was, again, producer. Oh, of course. Producer manipulated. Why would James have chosen Shanae? They didn't even show him talking with her. Yeah, there really was no... They were like, James, just choose choose her and go on your stupid date. Like, we can't pass up the opportunity to have the two-on-one date enemies from Clayton season on a double date in Paradise, can we? Right. Well, that was... It wasn't even just the two-on-one. They were beefing for the entire season, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, they they had massive bad blood. I mean, Shanae was, like, talking about how she was going to throw Genevieve off Niagara Falls and stuff. Yep, and then they showed the clip of, like, the woman told She was like, oh, you hooked up with Aaron, which Genevieve denies... Wait, Genevieve said that? No, Shanae said that about Genevieve. Oh, Shanae said Genevieve hooked up with him. I mean, look, I wouldn't put it past any of these people. They all, I'm sure they all follow each other on Instagram and all DM each other being like, hey, you're hot, I'm hot, we're in the same area, want to hook up? Like, (laughs) I honestly would not be surprised if that happened a lot. But, yeah, definitely producer or organized here, uh yeah there was also the the whole thing during clayton's season about what was it shanae accusing genevieve of being an actress like manufacturing all this like oh yeah that was on their two-on-one stuff yeah so not good (laughs) so i feel like there wasn't much on their double date other than shanae and genevieve seemed to be getting along Yes, Which was surprising. Essentially, the producer plan did not work. They didn't end up destroying each other. No. And they even managed to have a good time. If if you can even believe it. But before we talk about that, I just, as an aside here, after all his just boo-hooing about how the process works and you just got to be okay with it, Justin was not happy that Genevieve went on this day. <laughs> oh, the uh, just the the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy, the irony of being like, oh, you should. This is just how it works. You should be okay with it. And then they turn around and go on, and, and then you're like, what? She was on the other foot now. What a betrayal! <laughs> I can't believe this person did this to me. What? It's all part of the game, Justin. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I just that was so so beautiful coming back around. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, 
look, I even generally like Justin. <laughs> yeah. But it was just so beautiful. It was funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was a pretty pretty nothing date. I mean, they like Genevieve and Shanae were like wrestling with each other on Aaron and James's shoulders in the pool, trying to push each other over, and then like the two of them watched as Aaron and James like had their hands behind their backs and like had their faces in a trough, like <laughs> eating nachos. Yeah. somehow competitively Some but how do you like how do you quantify that when most of the time what you're doing is just smashing the nachos to bits you're not actually eating them i don't know i really yeah. i really don't know but yeah it was also funny to watch how the two of the women were like wait i'm not having a bad time you're not you're not having a bad time wait are we having a good time right now but we hate each other. Oh, well, you're not ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Also, I wanted to get your impression, because I always get so cracked up seeing the spurned lovers losing the will to live, moping around as they've been left <laughs> behind. <laughs> yeah, Logan looked pretty pretty out of it there it's like i guess if the person you like is gone on a date all day you may as well just nap yeah but it's just it's so over the top napping it's just like america will know that i'm in a very bad mood yes you have to look as forlorn as possible as i am curled up like a dead person on this lounge (laughs) on this lounge chair (laughs) oh so sad so sad for them so never not funny to me though if you didn't have anything before this the next thing i had was ashley and jared arriving uh i had a a little bit mainly mainly just that uh r.i.p justin because genevieve seems to be digging aaron like a lot they were vibing all over the place. And uh, Shanae was with, with James as well, though I feel like not as much as the Genevieve Aaron thing. So Yeah, the two of them seem to hit it off yeah, with each Justin other. Justin may be in trouble here. Dun-dun-dun. But yes, please continue with random people I have no conception of. Yes, Ashley and Jared, which a lot of people watching know who they are. I know. I'm just, I'm not, I'm I'm the one who's not hipping with it. I know. I'm sad you missed those seasons. They were good. But I don't, didn't really know what the point of them coming was other than to be like, hey, paradise works. Even though the two of them kind of got together after paradise, but... We won't, we won't. That's not important. <laughs> That's not important. Um, so yeah, Ashley chats with the women and just trying to comfort them, I guess. And then this is where Teddy reveals that Andrew is more into her than she is into him. Dun, dun, dun. Which I did not think this was going to blow up like it did just based off of that. But Yeah, I guess and it's a little weird to me but also i mean i guess it's understandable because rodney does have a good reputation like honestly he probably has the best reputation of just about anybody in the franchise (laughs) uh and so when he arrived it kind of threw a bit of a wrench into things i mean Jill was very excited for some fresh meat. <laughs> very excited. Yes, I she mean, was. She like screamed for a solid hour and a half. <laughs> that's that's an exaggeration. It was like fifteen seconds. I don't know. So yeah, so that that kind of threw the wrench into things because Teddy 
was all like Teddy was kind of wanting a bit of Rodney herself. And so she was feeling those things because Rodney did pull her when he arrived. And so she just felt very guilty because she felt that something was missing with Andrew. Something. I don't know what it is. She doesn't know what it is. Andrew doesn't know what it is. But something's missing. And so Teddy talks with Andrew. Uh, Teddy breaks up with Andrew. (laughs) Well, yes. And... I just, I don't know, it seemed, this whole thing just, like, derailed so quickly. I didn't, I was just so confused. Like, Andrew takes it well. He's like, I'm not mad at you. I don't want to force anything. And then, like, as we see the day, daylight fading throughout the afternoon, we see Teddy crying. Yeah, I mean, she just ran, ran away. She couldn't handle it. And then we see her packing her bags. It's now dark. And she leaves without saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Self elimination. I didn't. This was so weird and confusing to me. Like, why would you not say bye to your friends? And like, she was gone for hours. Nobody went to find her during that. Like, it was a long time. Like, it was bright daylight when Ashley and Jared got there, mm-hmm. and when she talked with Andrew, and all of a sudden it's now pitch black. Yeah, nobody, nobody's seen her. No. Like, uh, do we need to send, like, somebody to look in the ocean and see if she got, like, swept away or something? And then finally Serene is just, like, looking around, like, well, where is she? And then Wells tells her Teddy has left. So everyone's confused and sad. I just feel like we missed something here. Like, what happened in those hours? (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if anything happened in those hours or not but i i do think that this is a pretty classic example of bachelor nation overthinking (laughs) because you mean teddy yes because right she it's like oh i like i don't know if this feels exactly how it should feel i just feel like something's missing i can't identify it and Andrew was the only one that I was interested in and I feel too guilty to like try to pursue Rodney because right uh she was the only one that Andrew was interested in coming in yeah but I didn't understand why okay if you say it's missing with Andrew why not try it with Rodney because that's what I'm saying is that she there was just too much guilt associated with that I guess she just thought that she ruined Andrew's paradise experience, and that was just too much. But Andrew's still there; like he can. Yes, but but it's it's too late. We've lost all these women. We're just getting more men this episode. He's toast. I mean, obviously, <sighs> we don't know if he's toast, but theoretically, he could be toast. So I don't know. I it just seemed to me like there was a lot of overthinking, both from the perspective of. Well, why, like, maybe you just don't have a great perspective on the relationship and you need a, a another day to, to work, work things out. Uh, so from that perspective, that, but then also, like, choosing not to pursue Rodney as well. It's a little strange. Yeah, it was mystifying to me, but we basically end on a cliffhanger with Rodney asking, where's Teddy? Mm-hmm. Where'd she go? I was interested in that woman. Like, what was Rodney now, doing for all those hours? Now, now I'm going to be stuck with Jill. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I don't know what he was up to. I don't know. Hard to say. Well, did you have fun this this uh, this week in Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, it was. There was some good drama. It was definitely better once we got to the second episode. Yeah. I I would would agree. I always prefer more... More drama to just straight up complaining about stuff. Because complaining about stuff doesn't really add to the experience at all. Unless it's in, like, very small doses to kind of serve the drama. But if, 
if the entirety of the drama is just that you're complaining because you feel bad that your person is interested maybe in somebody else, then it gets a little old pretty quickly. Christy, I'm going to give you the kisses right now, okay? I'm not going to forget this week. (laughs) I'm going to give them to you. And our total is... 19. Hmm, I actually would have thought it would have been higher. Me too. Uh, but uh, I think we just had too much else going on this week to... Too, too much crying. To Too much crying to uh, have any time for showing the kisses that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that That's probably the case. How can people get in contact with us? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Mm-hmm. And we are on YouTube as well. Any last thoughts? No, looks like more people entering next week should be fun. Oh, yeah. We, look, we will have a constant stream of people for the rest of time here until the season ends i mean uh, i'm sure we have some pretty high profile people coming wouldn't you say oh yeah probably i don't remember who else is Mm. the rest of the people but christy literally knows every single person who's coming and she has forgotten every last one of them (laughs) unbelievable Well, that is all for this recap of Bachelor in Paradise, and we will see you all tomorrow for Married at First Sight.